0: Joining us right now to wrap up our number one today on this wonderful football Wednesday, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, our good friend and newly minted NFL on CBS game analyst, the great Ross Tucker, who is on X at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken, my friend. How's it going?
2: It's going great. I feel like this is becoming like a regular thing. I love it. Thank you guys for having me on again.
1: Ross, we were just, uh, we were talking about, Patriots Eagles right before we had John obviously super plugged into the Eagles you were one of the people who tried to talk me out of betting their win total under last year and you were you were totally right obviously they won a billion games they went to the Super Bowl Um, curious kind of how you see this game shaping up this year Uh, obviously new coordinators for the Eagles but still projected to be really good really high win total about a five-point favorite most places on the road at New England in week one Tom Brady you know ceremony Tom Brady day whatever you want to call it Uh, any thought on that game obviously still a month away but always appreciate your thoughts on the Eagles.
2: Yeah, so I mean, they're going to be very good again. Um, I, I do think it's important to note they're taking a step back from a personnel standpoint and Eagles fans get mad at me when I say that. They lost seven starters. I mean, I think Cam Jurgens has looked pretty good so far in training camp at right guard, but I don't think you can argue he'd be as good as Isaac Sayamalo was a year ago. They definitely lost some depth on the offensive line. But they lost five starters on defense, both linebackers, both safeties, and probably their best defensive lineman last year in Javon Hargrave, who the Niners paid a boatload of money to get to San Francisco, which I love, by the way. I love, I feel like when you are a team and you've got a rival or your biggest threat for what you want to accomplish, I love when you go out in free agency and you sign one of their best players. Because it feels like you're it feels like you're double dipping. Not only are you getting the player, you're ensuring he's not back with that team. That said, they still have a really good team. And, you know, at so many of those spots, they have two and three options of either young guys they've drafted, like N'Kobe Dean or Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis at some of those spots, or they brought in some free agency. So they'll be a very good team again. I'll tell you what, guys. I've heard people say, well, you know, Hertz was a kind of a one-year wonder and they're still skeptical of him. And I get it. The team around him is so good. He has been unbelievable in training camp so far. You know, most of the conversation has been, will he regress? You know, he can't possibly be that good again. Second, the MVP. No one's really talked about, like, like, what if he's better? Like, what if he just keeps getting better? Which I think... Remains a possibility. You know, for the Patriots, I, I I do think Bill O'Brien will help. I'm intrigued by the fact that the Eagles have new coordinators for that game. Because on the one hand, you know, neither guy is crazy experienced when it comes to play calling. On the other hand, you know, it's tough for Belichick to really have a book on them. The size called plays before Brian Johnson called plays in um, – in college before Uh, but you know the Eagles aren't going to show very much in the preseason because they want the Patriots to kind of be a little out of the loop in terms of what they might do I could probably only lean to the Eagles right now I don't like to lay points especially week one especially on the road so I would stay away from that but it just feels like until proven otherwise they're a significantly better team than the New England Patriots
0: So the Eagles and Patriots on Sunday, September 10th in week one is a game that definitely has some sex appeal. Maybe the game that doesn't have a lot of sex appeal is the uh, the Washington Commanders hosting the Arizona Cardinals. We spent a lot of time, Ross, talking about this game yesterday. And it's kind of newsy right now because Clayton Toon apparently is looking great at Cardinals training camp. I am not suggesting that Toon will start for Arizona in week number one. But it's something that feels like two weeks ago people would have laughed at you if you brought it up. And now it's kind of being talked about as like a, a, a possibility. The Cardinals are... Power-rated to be the worst team in the league, one of the worst teams we've seen for quite some time in the NFL. Calamity Gannard is the head coach, obviously in the midst of a rebuild here with GM Monty Austin Ford. There's six-point dogs on the road at Sam Howell and the Commanders. Feels like a big number. Maybe it should be bigger. What about the Commanders laying six at home against the Cardinals coming up in week one with either Colt McCoy or Clayton Looney Tune?
2: Well, so that's so interesting because on on one level, you know, if you're a a new head coach, you definitely don't want to go 0-17. And you're trying to establish a culture. You want the guys to buy in. And the more games you win earlier in the season, the better chance there is of that happening. The flip side is, you know, there's a lot of conjecture about Kyler Murray's future in Arizona. You know, we talk about this on some of my podcasts, like the College Draft podcast, and and even, you know, talking with Greg Cosell on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. He seems to think that if the Arizona Cardinals have the number one pick, that they will take Caleb Williams and Kyler Murray will be on the trade market, which is really interesting, seems very plausible at this point. I think I'd like to kind of see Clayton tune, right? I mean, this is perfect timing that they're playing as each other, guys, because I thought Washington made a major mistake twice last year. I mean, number one, when Wentz gets hurt, Put Sam Howell in then. And then later in the year, Heineke's playing well, and they go to Wentz against the Browns, and it was a disaster. They could have very easily gotten Sam Howell some more reps. I would take the road team and the points. I would take the Cardinals in that game. You know, the enemy's calling plays for the first time. There's a lot of unknown on the Arizona side. I think Washington's offensive line leaves a lot to be desired. They're both not good football teams in my mind. I think Washington's a little bit better. But I I tend to like the dogs that are getting a good chunk of points in week one because it feels like week one is when some of the wilder stuff happens.
0: You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Talking the National Football League with Odyssey Sports NFL insider Ross Tucker on Twitter or X or whatever Elon's calling it today at Ross Tucker NFL.
1: <laughs> ross when we talked about the eagles uh a second ago and d- this is definitely not something that would apply to to arizona or washington i remember last year one of your big cases sort of against my eagles case was that the 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 eagles have like the best roster in the league so sort of like top to bottom uh every single player kind of like aggregated they're they're the best and you mentioned that they're kind of down a little bit this year so i'm going to guess that they're not your answer for who has the best roster in the league anymore. Like maybe they're still close to the top, but like you said, they lost a bunch of starters. They're still very good, but maybe they're not the best roster. Is there another team that has passed Philadelphia now and sort of taken that mantle and maybe like is worth considering even a team that's you know projected to have a really high win total. The Eagles had a you know pretty high win total. They flew over with the best roster who has the best roster in the NFL right now.
2: Boy, that's a really good question, Ken. Um, Cause I, I think it's hard to argue that it's still the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, You know, you can probably always argue about the Chiefs because they won the Super Bowl. As you're asking that question, the team that popped into my head, the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. Look, they won, what, 12 games last year, even though Dak missed several. We know that Dak had the interception issues, but he's still, in my mind, a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Their offensive line When those guys are all playing and healthy, really. I mean, Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, uh, Beardash, Zach Martin, and Terrence Steele coming back from that injury, really like that. To add Brandon Cooks to the receiving core, I think Michael Gallup will be better a year removed from that surgery that he had. And then defensively, yeah, you have Micah Parsons, who's just unbelievable. They added a first-round pick in Mozzie Smith. They uh, they also got Stephon Gilmore. I mean, I would just say this. If Stephon Gilmore is your number two corner and Brandon Cooks is your number two receiver, you have a pretty good roster. I mean, you have a really good roster. I, I don't know, Ken, if they have the depth. Like, you look at their O-line depth, and it's like, man, if they have a couple guys get hurt, that's the problem. I think I would say that you could make an argument that the Cowboys have the best starting lineup in the NFL right now.
0: The, how about the Mozzie Smith quote from a couple of days ago? I don't even like football. I just like to hit people. I got to hmm. tell you. <laughs> I got to tell you. I didn't see I that. I believe him. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> a surgeon. It's, he's doing an interview, and he's like, they're like, what do you like? Like, what's going on here? He's like, I just like to hit people. He goes, I don't even like yeah. football. And everyone laughs, and he goes, no. I'm. He's like, I'm serious. I don't even like football. Yeah. I just like to hit people. It's, it's really great. Ross, right we only have about 50. I would run from him, and he would catch me. Uh, but yeah. 15 seconds left to go here, Ross. Uh, this would be like a quick answer to what could be a longer longer answer. Uh, Bills, Jets, Monday Night Football, week one. Bills are a short road favorite. Who wins right now? In pencil, not pen. Who wins, Bills or Jets, week one at MedLife on Monday night?
2: Oh, I would go with the Jets in that one. That that place is gonna be off the chain, incredible. Obviously, I'd like to see the Jets O-line a little bit during preseason, see who's playing what spots, who's healthy, so that I could feel better about it. But I mean, the Bills lost at the Jets last year, and the Jets are significantly better. I think the Jets find a way to win that one, and I, I would take them either money line or certainly getting uh
0: getting the, the the points yeah ken and i both agree with you I think we'll both be on the jets coming up in week number one we love our guy ross tucker very happy for ross's success not only odyssey sports nfl insider not only hosting the ross tucker network of podcasts like the ross tucker football podcast but again newly minted nfl on cbs game analyst for my money the best nfl game analyst in the business on television now the nation will get to see why i am right About that, Dick, like I am about so many others. Ross, we appreciate you, brother. Stay well. Hit him up on Twitter or X, whatever, at Ross Tucker NFL, and we'll catch up with you down the line.
2: Always. Thank you, guys. Love coming on the show. Keep killing it. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short
1: days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
0: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.